Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. So if you've ever wondered how an author like Danielle Steele got to write so many books or Nora Roberts is writing a ton of books and has done so for a very long time under the Nora Roberts name or another name. And of course, there are other authors that have just that write so many books and they just stay in print for so long. The reason for that is because of what are now known as whale readers. Yes. And since the digitization of book publishing, these whale readers have become even more voracious in their appetite for books and content. So Carice, tell us a little bit about the whale readers in self-publishing because usually, because, well, first of all, self-publishing, the books are usually at a cheaper price point, which is what attracts these whales. And they just buy, buy, buy and read, read, read. (laughs) Yes, they do. And I mean, programs like Kindle Unlimited are literally meant for people like this. This is why authors get paid in page reads is because of whale readers. So if you look up the definition of a whale reader, it is somebody who reads at least one book a week. And honestly, that number is pretty low Yeah, because I have met some whale readers where it's a book a day Yeah, or it's a book every two days. But yeah. I mean, when you consider the sheer amount of fiction that they're consuming, because I don't know of any whale readers that do nonfiction. This is really a fiction only kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But the sheer amount of word count that they're consuming is just yeah incredible. These had to be the readers who like back in the day would go to the library like once a week and just yes. load up, yep, go home and read, go back to the library. Like, that was their jam. Yes. But now with e-readers, they are spending money and making self-pub authors rich. I mean, that's essentially what's happening. Yeah. And it's really passed around in the self-publishing community that whale readers are what you're after. And I don't like that. Mm. Um, Because to me, a whale reader is not who I'm trying to target. But I understand that they have incredible sway in the community. They have incredible buying power as a group. So I thought we could go through some of the pros and some of the cons of whale readers, because how you publish and how you market your books is going to be different. And especially how you price your books is going to be different if you're trying to get whale readers or not. So my first pro about whale readers is that they are very active in their genre community. Hmm. Like these are the people who know I like to read paranormal romance. That's all I like to read. And I am involved in paranormal romance readers groups. So one of the good things about these whale readers is they will talk about you. They will bring you to their friends because they have an entire online community. I mean, if this is how they prefer to spend their time, this is also who they prefer to spend their time with. Hmm. So they're very active in these communities and they're going to talk you up. If they liked your book, it's free press. You know, they're going to post about it on Facebook. They're going to talk about you on their Instagram. They are going to share it because they want their other friends to like the same stuff that they like. So they're going to send it to them. 
So that's like free advertising. So if you write something that appeals to a whale reader or whale readers in general, and they tend to be middle-aged women, is that correct? Like, so it tends to be that, Mm -hmm. tends to fall into the romance side, YA, like that side of of fiction. Um, Although of course um, there are voracious readers in other areas too, but so you hit that reader with something that they like they're just going to tell all their friends. Suddenly you've got a bunch of whales. you got a bunch of whales. you got a pod. Is that, is that what whales are in a group? Are they a pod? I mean, that sounds right. I think they're a symphony. I think it's a symphony of whales. <laughs> sounds like that, the next George R.R. R. Martin book. Yeah. A symphony of whales, if only. We don't drag George R.R. R. Martin. You're just, you're just right, good man. And we hope you don't delete an entire week's worth of process in a rage <laughs> one afternoon. He needs to listen to our episodes on consistency. (laughs) You know, he is consistent though. Okay. I know we're getting off. Consistently inconsistent. But he he is consistent. It's just, he's slow. Like he'll write 500 (laughs) words a day, but they're the perfect 500 words, you know, and, and his books are huge. So it's going to, it's going to take a while to hit that word count, but then he's also prone to just like, no, nah, I don't like those 3000 words and then just delete yeah. them. So yeah. <laughs> I think he is consistent, you know, he just, uh, he's cursing himself for making it for making seven kingdoms and yeah, 153 unique characters who have their own points of view. seems like a lot. So another, another pro about whale readers, uh, they're going to consume a series very quickly. You know, if they like book one, odds are you've got them till that that final the end on book eight so they can be a great way to boost your finances because if they come in they're staying for the whole ride Mm -hmm. you know and then a final pro about whale readers they're just easier to market to and to find Mm. you know they gather in groups and if you write in the same genre as some of your other writer friends if they have whale readers and if they're willing to share your stuff it's one of the few times i think that actually having other authors share your work ends up really paying off in the end because normally i don't i don't like the whole rely on your friends to share your stuff get their readers to become your readers sometimes it works but most of the time people are not receptive Unless they're whale readers of the same genre. If mm. they like your friend's, you know, urban romance, then they might like your ur- urban romance and they might become your whales too without actually taking anything away from your friends because they're so voracious that they, they've always got an appetite for more. Yeah. You know? I feel like the ideal situation to attract whales, because obviously there's already a ton of um, urban fantasy. There's already a ton of werewolf books and vampire books and yeah. all of these typical like whale beloved genres. Like I feel like a great strategy would be to find some find a category that is just like really, really, really closely adjacent to something that they already love, but mm-hmm. to be one of the early adopters of that genre. And yeah. then to try to pull them in and because then you're not competing against, you know, all of the other authors and all like, and again, like you said, it's not a competition, but just that who's going to, who's going to get into their ebook next, 
who's going to be their next download, who's going to be exactly. their next buy. Yeah. So if you can maybe carve in a space for yourself in some, in a way that's a little bit new and a little bit different, they might really appreciate that. I don't know. Yeah. Side note, your hair was kind of brushing against your microphone. So you might want to just whoop, yep, that back. But when you leaned forward, it totally took care of it. <laughs> um, yeah. As far as, you know, getting wheel readers, another way that's really successful um, pretty much all your whale readers are going to be in Kindle Unlimited, right? They're going to pay, they're going to happily pay a $10 a month fee in order to be part of that club because then on their Kindles, they get like eight or 10 slots where they can just see a book and they add it to their Kindle and it's just there in the slot. So another thing that's super successful with catching the whales is having omnibus versions of your series hmm. because it's only taking up one digital slot but it's four books or it's eight or 12 or however many books you have in the series, how many are in that omnibus, they will be happy to download that and just consume Crazy. an entire series in one go. So if you're looking to catch whales, make sure you've got an omnibus out. So whale readers, these, these necessary readers within self-publishing, readers who mm -hmm. adopted to ebook, to digital reading, they're the Kindle Unlimited users, they read tons of books, they download tons of books, there are so many pros to writing to them or at least offering them something to bring them into your story world and your brand as an author. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of pros to having the whale readers and we're going to get into the cons next week, but in my opinion, just teasing that a bit, it's short term. Hmm. This is not a long-term strategy. Ugh. I don't see whale readers as fully sustaining your career or, you know, they're not going to set up your retirement plan. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. Simply use our link, paypal.me, M-E, slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.